Siempre Palante presents the Aguacate Chronicles. Aguacate. Dímelo. Aguacate. Dímelo. Gracias, mi gente, for joining me on this journey of the Aguacate Chronicles. I'm your host, Hirado Luis Alvare. Over the past few weeks, Daiso and I were able to break bread with our listeners around the world. This limited series proved that food is culture. It unites us. It's a common thread we have with one another. Our final episode gives us the most basic but essential foods. The specials for today are ketchup, hot dogs, eggs, and rice. Mi gente, unwind and enjoy the aguacate crumbs. So we're we going to get into this, this, uh, this next one. This, this. I'll let it play. I'll let it play. Here we go. When I was a kid growing up, for me, it had to be ketchup. I had to have it on the table. I had to have it with my meal. And I've grown out of that now, thankfully. But as a kid, I had to have the ketchup. <laughs> so this is my man, Christopher Torres. Chris Torres, uh, CRT Sports Cards. This episode was on the sports card world. Like it, he, he became the, the go-to expert on this uh, Project 2020 and Project 70. Uh, these were baseball cards during the pandemic. You know, a lot of things became just. He, he created this uh, the resource list of being put it all in one place, put it all in one place, like on, on a website. Right. I think I, I remember that. He was already, you know, a collector and he did that. He broke things down. I mean, the guy's very well versed in just numbers and stats and Excel and all that. And. It's just interesting when I asked him the question and he just said, ketchup. That's, that's hysterical. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for like a food, yeah, but a food, eto, chicken, right, something. he didn't even mention rice. He just said straight ketchup. Nada, todo. Like none of the, none of the habitual offenders came up. None of them. I, I really thought he was going to say rice, but he said ketchup, but that, so basically he's saying he put, pretty much put ketchup on everything. 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 And I know a few friends of mine have done that. I mean, I've done my fair share. But that's a touchy subject right there for some Latinas that are in the kitchen that are chefs. I remember you put ketchup on the food that seasoned, uh, you know, they, according to them, it's perfect. You put ketchup on their food? Oh, they, they, they're offended. They're like, that doesn't need ketchup. Fuera, fuera de aquí, chancletazo. Right. <laughs> it's perfect. How dare you put ketchup on that? You get the chocolate. Like, there, there's like a big debate about pasteles, ketchup or not ketchup. People will say that there's people that actually put ketchup on it are, you know, more uh, Americano or Americanized the people that, you know, the authentic way to eat pasteles is just to eat them without maybe a little hot sauce. They don't know ketchup. So there's a whole ketchup, you know, it's a very, you're, you're teetering, very sensitive area you're teetering on. But it, it seems like the brother was just loving the ketchup. Yeah, he, he cracked me up. And shout out, shout out to Chris Torres, man. I mean, it, you know, it's it just, it was, it was so unique because you're listening to all these, you know, we, we're, we're, we're listening to the segments and I'm, I'm just like, ketchup, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for something else. And yeah, it's ketchup. Got you. Yeah, you. yeah, you know what comes to mind is that I'm interested in knowing on 
what types of food he actually was it was he putting it on his chips was he putting it on pancakes like i i want to know what it, what extremes he went to using the ketchup so we need to get an update from this brother like what types of foods did you utilize the ketchup on that, we need that information there's some data missing here there, there is there is uh we got we got to go back we got to go back <laughs> right we got to go back because if not, I'm just imagining him just drinking it out of the bottle. You feel me? Like a shot of ketchup. Putting it on your, right, you're putting it in your cereal, right? What are we doing? What, what's happening here? <laughs> no, but the 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 cool thing is, you know, and 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 I I can't, you know, I can't deny, man. I mean, I've had my fair share. I mean, well, you know, with your French fries, right? You know, the French fries, bite. I ain't gonna lie. You put ketchup? Yeah, little 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 bit little bit with kachu. Now or not anymore. I don't I don't play around. Um, Some people have been known to put ketchup on the rice. The recurring theme. Some people have done that. Some people do the eggs with the thing with the ketchup. There's there's a there's, there's a debate on that one. It's not your thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The ketchup thing is a very sensitive topic, my friend. I know that I go man. I'm trying to think. Um, there's something else. I know the hash browns. Definitely hash browns. You throw a little ketchup with the hash browns. Um, but I don't think any hash browns in a minute. You know what I throw a little ketchup on? I ain't gonna lie. When when um Andrea she makes uh air fried, they put in the air fryer, she cuts up the little potatoes and then you throw a little ketchup when they're crispy. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what I'm saying. We need to get a list from um, from him in terms of what foods is he putting ketchup on. I need to that. I need that information. Uh, you know, I'm imagining is he putting it on potato chips? Is he putting it on? You know, like what are you using the ketchup for, my brother? We need that info. Is it is it high fructose ketchup or is it regular organic ketchup? Right. You know, is it Heinz? Or, right. or is it, you know, what, what's the other, what's the other label? The, the other brand? There's Heinz, there's, um, there's another one. There's, yeah, there's a few, there's a few, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to imagine he's probably using Heinz more than likely. Check this out. <laughs> Three, six, five. Okay. Uh, America's Choice, Annie's Naturals, Del Monte, Heinz. Oh, Del Monte. Heinz Organic, Hunts, Muir Glen. Uh, what else? Yeah. I, I, I've seen Del Monte, Hunts, and Heinz, like mainly on the shelves. Yeah. I remember those. I mean, Heinz, as far as back as I know, I mean, that's. I would always like, if I were going to select a ketchup, to be honest, I'd go with Heinz. I think it has like a, like a, a richer quality and flavor. My dad, I'm not a, you know, connoisseur, like, now nah, Chris is the connoisseur. He's a, he's got a, he's he, but you know what? He opened himself up. He opened himself up. I say this though. He, uh, he definitely, uh, gotta say what, if organic is better than the fructose, cause the fructose, I don't mess with fructose, any fructose product. I, I, I don't, I don't mess around with it. That's fake. That's just fake, uh, syrup. That's fake. Whatever. I mean, fructose is going to be in anything that's in a can or, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we need an update from Chris. We want to know, Chris, please let us know what products you're actually using ketchup on. Thank you very much.
Are you putting it on your lumpia? Are you putting it on your adobo fried rice? We want to know. Are you putting it on the arepas? Are you putting it on the, the chicken and dressing? Do we want to know all the things? No, no, no. Esto está tremendo. Hola, mi gente. What's up? This is Deiso El Afro-Caribeño here with my brother Álvarez on Siempre Palante. This next segment is from the Brian Familia. Definitely an episode you need to check out in season one of Siempre Palante. And they did share with us a little bit about their foods growing up and things that it was always a staple in their household. So let's check it out. Y'all used to do hot dogs on the weekend. Hot dogs. So when the grandkids start coming over and their kids start coming over, it's like, what was the easiest meal to fix? Hot dogs. Hot dogs on their side. And for us, it was eggs and rice. There was nothing else in the house to eat. If there was some eggs and a pot of rice left over, you had a meal. Booyah. Dale. So we went from two extremes. We went from perro caliente, which translation hot dogs, to rice, arroz, once again, once again, arroz con huevo frito with eggs, eggs and rice. What's your thoughts on that, hermano? I mean, it's, I think it's kind of deep that no matter where in the world you may come from, it seems like rice and eggs is a thing. Uh, we already talked about this. We already knew that this was, this could have been breakfast. This was lunch, dinner, um, you know, somehow, some way we always made sure that we had the rice and eggs in the house. So that's, that's pretty deep. Where, where do they come from? So they're, uh, they're from, they're, they're from Jacksonville with their family. They're African-American black. Gotcha. So, gotcha. um, it definitely the, the roots, the roots are there. And I think we can relate, you know, whether it's a black, Asian, indigenous, you know, Latino, you name it. I, I think it's, yeah, it's interesting because although the struggle is real and people say, yeah, we, we didn't really have much else. We had to have the rice and the eggs, but it's a delicious option, to be honest. Sometimes I don't want anything else. I'll just have the rice and eggs. And if you want to take it to the next level, you chop up the hot dogs, you grill those, and then you put the hot dogs on the side because you got the rice, the eggs, and the hot dogs on the side, and it's a wrap. It's going down. Ooh, ooh. I like that, man. And they, I don't know if there was kosher. So eso es algo que tenemos que saber si es kosher, you know, um, kosher hot dogs. But what's, you, you got a little, you got a little info on, on the, the origination manifestation of uh, where hot dogs. Yeah, are. that's probably another interesting thing that hot dogs originally come from Germany and they somehow became like the American food. You know, so just probably understanding how it made its way here and how it got to be like a staple food in this country, because it seems like pretty much everyone you meet has eaten a hot dog. But uh, it's not American. But, and then, yeah, and then they call it American food. Dig that. Right. That's that's what's that's what's pretty ill about that. That's what's pretty crazy that the origin of the hot dogs but if you told that to somebody here who doesn't do their homework, they swear that it was made here, right? They swear that, I mean, yeah, I mean, yes. But again, 
el arroz. Arroz. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's amazing. I think I had mentioned before as well that uh, a lot of times if I didn't, if I got a meal and it didn't have rice involved in some way, I never felt like it was a, really a meal. I'd be like, where is the rice? You know, Latinos need their rice. We need to have arroz con habichuela y carne. Uh, so that's, that's a, a powerful statement there because how we share, a lot of our cultures share the same foods. Yeah, and and let me tell you, I mean, the I said it earlier, whether the black culture, Latino culture, Asian, indigenous, you name it, Italian, German. I mean, I'm sure it is is a recipe there, like you said earlier. Que cogen ahí los perros calientes, los machucan un poco, you know, they cut them up. Don't get me started on how I could make a hot dog omelet. You know, you chop it up. You scramble it, you pour that in there with, you know, with the, the hot dogs, and then you put, throw a little cheese on top over the rice. Yeah. I'm getting hungry, actually, just talking about this because I didn't, I didn't have any food earlier. <laughs> we probably should have had some food with us during probably. these segments. But, but like... Like I said in the other segment, we're going to have to actually make some of these meals and then maybe we'll post what, what, what that looks like at a later time. Or we might just go to some places where they specialize in fusion and, and, we, and we just break it down, you know. We, we can do to, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save us the trouble. And then we can shine some light on some of the folks in the community that are doing their thing. It sounds dope. It's going to be, you know, scrambled eggs with hot dogs and rice. I'm ready. If there's a restaurant that's making that, I'm, I'm ready to go. So again, perro calientes, arroz, huevo frito. Yeah. And once, and you know that's the song. El perro caliente, el perro caliente, el perro caliente. Huevo frito con arroz. Gracias a Dios. No, that didn't work. Yeah, we, we, I, I, we, we, we got to work on that one. <laughs> yeah, we got to work on that one, but. We got to work on that. We got to work on that. Nah, but that's cool, man. But so definitely, definitely check, check out my people, the Bryant family, Bryant familia, uh, the connoisseurs of the hot dogs, perro calientes, huevo frito con arroz, eggs, and rice. It's a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. So mi gente. You've bear witness to a very interesting conversation with Deso El Afro-Caribeño, uh, the founder of Piragua brand, Piragua art space, Piragua experience, you know, anything Piragua, he has bought the rights to. You can't have a Piragua with him not knowing in Central Park, in the Bronx, Staten Island, Long Island. I don't know. I'm going to keep going. It's going down. Manhattan, Uptown, Downtown, LES. There's a couple of spin spinoff projects that are happening that will be announced uh, hopefully by next week. I'm working on some other Piragua experiences and partnerships in terms of the arts. Um, actually working with artists and youth. So uh, I'm going to be announcing that shortly. I came up with some other ideas. So the, the goal is to continue to expand. Again, we're recycling these ideas. We are repurposing. 
Um, so as it relates to this, this theme, this Piragua experience, I want to continue to dabble and bring out other experiences and other partnerships. So I'm going to be announcing that soon. So check, check the IG, Piragua Art Space and Piragua Brand. And he said next week, it's like that every week. There's something new dropping every week. So don't, like, he means that in present, to, in present tense and future. There's there's no, the hustle is real, ladies and gentlemen. El joseo es de verdad. You know, este no juega. Just like the struggle is real, the hustle is real. The hustle is real. I mean, it's it's always palante con piraguas, you know, palante piragua. You know, we <laughs> we mash it up, man. We mash up piraguas and aguacates. I mean, there's going to be um, merch. You know, there's going to be the, the aguacate merch, the palante merch. Um, you know, I mean, Deso has cornered the piragua merch. But within that merch, there's families. It's the family tree of Piragua Art Space. You got Yerba Buena. Visually, uh, we're going to throw some links in the description so you can check out a lot of the cool things that Deso is doing. You're going to check out the episodes, the original, you know, the episodes linking to the artists. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, and check it out and make a donation, support, you know, support us. I mean, we're, we're bringing to you real authentic content, fun content. Cosa pa que tu puedes atender un buen día. Todo esto es bueno, es positivo, you know, and it's about culture. I mean, this is, this is what it's about. Food is about culture, multiple cultures. You've heard everything from rice to lumpia to arepas, ketchup chicken, pernil, uh, pernil, uh, you know, habichuela. Did, did you say, did you say platano maduro yet? Did you say maduros? Because if you don't mention that, we're, there's, there's a fight. Si lo maduro está maduro, we're good. Tostones? Uh, man, I mean, just going down the list, you know, croquettes, salmon croquettes. Right. And then to wash it all down, you need the Inca Cola. Inca Cola. You need that Inca Cola, you know. So, yeah, no, it's uh, it's, it's definitely been a cool experience. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna bring it to you live again, but stay tuned for more. Um, mi gente, you know, big shout out to my man Deso Afro Caribeño. These collaborations are get used to them because they're gonna be more and more coming to a ear near you, going to near speaker near you. See, ahora estamos hablando reckless. And then on the way out, you have to do arroz con leche, se quiere casar con una viudita de la capital, que sepa tejer, que sepa bordar, que ponga la aguja en su campanal. You have to do that. That's it. I, I can't say anything anymore. La tripa ya, obviate. Estoy, you know, estoy soplado. <laughs> Well, mi hermano, thank you for the invitation. I appreciate it. Man. We had a we had a good time. I had some fun, good laughs. Um, yeah, this was this was a, a dope experience. I appreciate you. We're gonna, we gonna continue to do big things. Um, check us out, you know, on all our handles. The show notes got everything. And again, if you find it in your heart where you can spare some change for the for cost of a cafecito and a bagel, and listen, it goes a long way. It really does. You know, so mi gente, ya tú sabes, siempre pa'lante, always forward. 
piraguas in the house. De eso al afro-caribeño. Gerardo Luis Alvarez signing out. Peace. I got options. A perro caliente con cachu y arroz con huevo frito. Translation. Hot dog with ketchup with a side of eggs and rice. Definitely a few go-to meals to keep the hunger pains at bay. Kindly rate, review, follow, subscribe, like, and share. Special thanks to all my season one guests featured in the final episode, which include Chris Torres, Gwen and Doug Bryant, and Deiso El Afro Caribeño. Don't forget to check the show notes for more information about the episode. Next week, we kick off season two of Siempre Palante, Always Forward with TV host, chef, author, and lifestyle expert on food, travel, fitness, and fashion, Bren Herrera. Be ready because this Afro-Latina throws it down. Tell a friend and tune in. Palante. Palante.